0: The future of driverless equipment working in your fields may be closer than you think, but what are we learning from farmers using these tools today? Welcome to Around Farm Progress, a podcast that looks at agriculture issues across the country. I'm Willie Vogt, your host and editorial director for Farm Progress. Autonomous equipment is becoming a reality, but the road from you in the seat to you outside, a working machine will take some time. To learn more about this road to autonomy, we are connected with Paul Welbig, Raven Industries, to discuss that journey. Raven has equipment in the field and they're learning how these tools may reshape farming. Welbig offers his take on those tools and what they might mean for your farm in the future. Well, Paul Welbig, Uh, welcome to uh, Round Farm Progress. Well great to be here thank you Willie. So it's great to run into you at the different events and shows obviously Uh, this is one of my day three show voices which I always like to have but you know big stuff happened at the shows this year. Um, The Farm Progress show you uh, in partnership with Case with less than a year under your belt even being owned by the same company you brought out the new Trident 5550 autonomous version. It's a an unveiling and to put in in test with dealers. But also uh, at Husker Harvest Days, uh, we, we knew about the Omni Power 3200, but it's been out a while. This is pretty exciting.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it really is exciting to uh, just look back and see the progress that we've been making on this very exciting field of, of autonomy and technology and agriculture. And, uh, you know, again, you know, kind of as we have, uh, you know, over the past year or so just come out with a cadence of new capabilities new solutions to handle a lot of the to address a lot of the challenges that you know agriculture is facing with labor challenges and trying to get more done with less and all those types of things and this is just you know the case ih trident applicator with raven autonomy is just another example of this uh, how we're demonstrating success
0: it is cool Obviously, the Omni Power is getting more traction. Um, It was, we had the first one delivered at Husker Harvest Days in uh, uh, 2021. I got to keep track of my years. And obviously, we can keep moving with the Omni Drive. We talk about all this driverless technology, but how do I, as a farmer today with new equipment, get from here? to there where I might be fully autonomous. What is that process?
1: Yeah, great question. So the way I like to lay it out is um, kind of think of it as five different levels. Level one being like the precision farming of today, auto steer and section control and nozzle control and those types of things. Level five being fully autonomous. You push a button and the, the robot does its thing. We're kind of in the two, three, four level stage. And we have uh, some different products and capabilities that fit into that two, three, and four. Um, and connectivity being level two, where you, you can collaborate with more than one machine in the same field doing similar tasks. To level four being supervised autonomy, which is a driverless uh, piece of equipment that's still being supervised and operated by someone at the edge of the field. And level three is operator assisted. Seems so still might have an operator in the cab. Um, but with some of the autonomous tools that we're developing, they have benefit to even a, you know, maybe a a less experienced operator, but can still get the job done correctly. So, um, basically to, to enable that, just, you know, you can add different pieces and components to your farming operation. And when it feels comfortable to move to the next level, then you're going to be all set and ready to go.
0: How does, but how does, you know, you're starting to, you know, you're playing in full autonomy, almost level five, even though it's not in commercially available. How does that change a farmer's head when they start seeing the driverless? You've had these conversations with farmers who played with the Omni Power, the guys who tested the Trident. What what changes their perspective?
1: Well, I think a couple things. One is, um, and this goes to the design of these solutions, and I'll give our, our development teams kudos around this about We have to make it simple to operate like and so um you know if you can't if you can't operate this stuff then it doesn't do anyone any good so uh i think some of the feedback we hear right away from partners and growers and retailers and anybody who is who has participated in this is that you know the learning curve is actually fairly short the and you know kind of just starts to make sense really out of the gate so Uh, very quickly they can get up to speed and start using this. And then also just they come up with different ways to apply it. So once they get over that obstacle of maybe it's too complicated, oh, this is is actually workable, then they start to uh, think about ways to do that. We had a grower here uh, this week that has uh, been able to utilize some of our technology, our autonomous technology. He's thinking about changing the way he farms for an autonomous world. Like, reshaping his fields uh maybe doing a few different things that he might not normally think about because he now has autonomous machines operating out
0: there yeah this will force guys to get rid of the rock pile in the middle of the field that maybe dad threw out there years ago or slide it aside because the the cleaner the it doesn't mean you want to be back clean field the boundary is clean no obstacles in the middle this stuff works a lot better
1: that is exactly right um Because, you know, you think about if you're in a cab and you're running a machine and, you know, you are making decisions and and having to to do some of those things on the fly, there might be areas that it never changes. So why not make that the zone that you're going to operate autonomously? And then you can still operate, you know, manually in other parts of your farm. And so uh, you can pick and choose a little bit. You can kind of set it up for success. And, you know, that's just, again, an example of how people are changing their mindsets a little bit about this new world, this new reality of autonomous farming that, you know, frankly, wasn't really even practical to think about a couple years ago.
0: Well, you know, last year you delivered the first OmniPower unit commercially to French Valley Co-op. Um, and so they, you've been in touch with them for the last year as they've operated it. How how are they using it and how, have it, how has it opened up? Their applicators' heads to have the OmniPower in the field.
1: Oh, it's been uh, really exciting and, and really fun to watch the growth and, and someone like Frenchman Valley Co op in, in Nebraska. To you know, we had other partners across the country in the kind of in the same frame of mind starting to uh, try this stuff out, test it, and then see where it goes. And I think the first thing, the aha moment came when. Uh, they had an omni-power unit, which is, again, a self-propelled, completely driverless applicator. There's no cab, there's no seat, there's no steering wheel. And you put that out into a field, and you start operating it, and then you, uh, they added it to another machine that had an operator in it. So they, they basically tethered it together so they could run both machines in the same field with one operator. So they saw a huge boost in efficiency based on that practice, and they were applying uh, a lot of product they were they had a lot of center pivot uh, a lot of alfalfa under center pivot so lots of nutrients that are being applied that they would typically have to go over the field twice to get the right amount of uh, a fertilizer on well in this case they only had to go over it once with two machines but it still had one operator so that's just another example of oh hadn't really thought about putting that into practice and we've seen that time and time again across the country of Here's some other ways that I can leverage this without, you know, completely rewriting what we typically do out in the field.
0: So let me ask the logistical question, which maybe some farmers who've been at the shows have asked: of uh, the OmniPower, obviously no cab, no steering wheel. The logistical part of moving it field to field. So how is Frenchman Valley Co-op doing that in a their commercial way? Well, that that uh, again part of the learning curve here
1: a little bit on putting this into practice, those were frankly some of the uh, limitations that were then exposed. It's like, well this is great in the field, but what about moving it around? In the case of an Omnipower if you're if you're going to move it uh, several miles down the road to another field, it has to be trailered. There's yeah. some logistical components to that and you know and, and some of the feedback that we got was this technology is great. we like we like where this is heading can we put this on an existing machine that we already have? Well, okay, that's great feedback. And so, you know, less than six months later, here we are in uh, you know, in the summertime and, and farm progress show, Husker harvest days, and we're able to demonstrate and showcase. We took that technology and put it on an existing platform the you know, case I Trident applicator and now it has autonomy. And so that, now that can go down the road, they can still utilize it in a different fashion. So uh, those are just examples of how we can take this feedback and actually apply very quickly uh, you know, towards something else.
0: Now, the short distances, the OmniPower can be set to follow me like a puppy, right? I mean, can you set it up to move it like that if I'm just gonna go from one field across the road to another field or how would I do that?
1: There is a manual mode to move okay. the machine. And uh, again, some of the things that people adapt to is to uh, basically group a lot of fields together so you don't have to travel long distances. So you can manually move it across the road, across the fence line, those types of things. And so that makes that process very efficient. It's only when you have to travel you know, greater distances that you need something else. It only goes 12 miles an hour yeah, I know. max speed. So wherever you're gonna go, it's not gonna be as fast as uh, you might be able to uh, roading down the road, if you will.
0: One other thing, and uh, I had done initial interviews on the OmniPower before it was the OmniPower. It, it keeps track of load levels now. Does it reach out when it's time to tend it, or how do you tend this thing remotely? How does that work? Yeah, we've, we've uh,
1: in the software, the, the uh, control software that we have on a tablet, it gives you full visibility to a lot of different metrics on the machine, including alarms and things like that, so it does inform the operator of the a person that's uh, overseeing this with different states, if you will, and they can, uh, you know, and we've got some clever ways to indicate, you know, more predictively, kind of where things might be and you might want to load it sooner than later kind of a situation. So again, as we come out with new versions, we just keep enhancing yeah. it, enhancing it, different uh, path plans, different types of um, interactive, you know, buttons, graphs, charts, those types of things. It's all about the data collection and trying to make decisions for the future.
0: So like a farmer is on a journey to autonomy, Raven's on a journey to autonomy. I mean, commercially, you're getting a lot of questions answered in a pretty quick time.
1: We are. We are. And it's really, uh, really exciting. They're coming fast and furious. Obviously, you know, we're pretty excited about the, the unveiling we've had here. But also, we get really excited about where this is going to go next, because now that we're, we just continue to, I guess, progress on our path to autonomy, we're really excited about, you know, again, where else this this can go and how else we can kind of help solve these challenges.
0: It'll be interesting. I mean, obviously, we're talking about the Trident launch at the Farm Progress Show. and You know, it'll be interesting to hear the or, the comments that farmers make at what you've learned as you kind of group everything together from your guys from Farm Progress and also from Husker as more people come and ask questions. And then also to maybe catch up in a few months on some people, more people who've operated the new Trident in the field and uh, see what their reaction is. Because, yes, the one benefit, obviously, the Trident's got a cab and it rotates really nicely. It always has. But I think that it's just interesting to see how this is evolving are there other areas of autonomy? I mean, we obviously have the Omni Drive, which is a really cool tool for enhancing one guy harvesting a field. Anything else you're looking at that you might want to share in different areas, or are we keeping that a secret? Yeah,
1: we're uh, we're pretty tight-lipped about some of the future things, mainly because we have a long list of things we want to uh, we want to get to, and we don't have enough time and, and resources maybe to address them as quickly as we want, but I think what we, what you see and what, you know, what we're demonstrating is our ability to listen to the customer, um, and and work very closely with them to help them direct where these things go. So rather than come up up coming up with these big masterful plans of where we think things are going to be in the future, we really uh, partner really closely with the customer to tell us well what do you think and where do you think, and and if we can keep this rapid cadence of, of innovation, like we've been demonstrating, uh, recently, then I think we can kind of ebb and flow a little bit based on what those true needs are. Because again, we've tried some things that we thought would be the answer and we, would they just weren't as successful or maybe didn't quite scratch the itch that we were looking for. Right. And so, you know, we, we've kind of morphed it a little bit, um, you know, as far as the trident goes, one of the key pieces of research that we did get back and a lot of feedback we continuously to get was spreading was one of the highest rated um, interest points of, hey, th- this would be a task that people would be willing to try autonomously. That came back time and time again. And so, OK, well, let's focus on that. And I think we're just going to continue to expand that portfolio of capabilities. And, you know, we'll see where that goes the next time we meet.
0: Well, I think that's interesting, too, because when I was talking to uh, Chris Dempsey at KSIH and Don Preheim from Raven, I said that. I mean, spreading is kind of the low-hanging fruit of autonomy because the precision application, it matters, but it's not the same as planting or s- spraying can be. So I thought that was interesting. But then they also reiter- reiter- reiterated, as you did, that the surveys say this is where they want to start, so it's good. The neat thing is the speed to customer. This this new machine you put in the field at Farm Progress Show, less than a year, and now you're going to get wicked learnings in 2023 with a lot of people because you're going to put a few machines out, right?
1: Yes. Yep, absolutely. The nice thing that uh, about the Trident, the autonomous uh, solution on the Trident, is it is retrofittable on existing equipment. So nice. So we are reaching out, working with customers that have case i h it and you know putting them in place to say okay can we can we add this capability and can we run some tests and get your feedback and so uh, people are lining up for that they're really excited about those possibilities of course as we you know progress forward in the future you know there'll be integrated solutions on machine that will make that even a, a slicker process but for the moment it's really nice to be able to tap into a pool of of you know partners and equipment that already exists, which makes that even faster.
0: It's always fun to talk to you, Paul. It's nice to talk to Paul Welbig here on Around Farm Progress. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Willie. As you heard, the road to autonomy won't be without its potholes, but the farmers using these tools, even in test, are learning plenty about how they'll put driverless technology to work on the farm. They're also learning about the way these tools may change how they farm themselves. Thanks to Paul Welbig for his insights into the road to autonomy, providing a glimpse of what's ahead for farmers. To make sure you don't miss an episode of this podcast, be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and more. And if you have a smart speaker, all you have to do is tell it to listen to Around Farm Progress and you'll hear the latest episode. Farm Progress is the nation's leading agriculture information source with 17 state and regional brands, as well as Farm Futures, Beef, National Hog Farmer, and Feedstuffs, and our events including the Farm Progress Show, the just-finished Husker Harvest Days, and the New York Farm Show. Join us next week as we continue our agriculture journey around the country. I'm Willie Vogt, Editorial Director at Farm Progress. Thanks for listening.